Well, hi everybody, and welcome to another very special Speedway podcast. I know you've been enjoying these podcasts with uh, with some, some great people so far, and um, well, today I'm joined by an absolute legend of the sport who, who goes back to the halcyon days of the 80s particularly. He's, uh, he's a three-time World Speedway finalist. He was third in the world final in 1989, and the World Team Cup winner in 1989 with England. Who remembers England winning the World Team Cup? Gosh, that's some time ago, but this man was part of that team then. Um, he made nine appearances in the British final. Twice he was third. Commonwealth final champion, overseas champion, two times Czech golden helmet winner. Goodness me, I'm going to go on and on here. Won the British League title with Ipswich Witches and Reading twice, as well as a knockout cup. And did you know he averaged more than nine points a meeting in what was an extremely tough British league back in those days? Five out of six seasons between 1985 and 90. I've done my research here. In total, he scored 34 maximums, 22 paid maximums in British League Speedway. And he even had a little dabble in the Grand Prix series where he got himself 100 points. His horse had huge success in long track and the grass where he was European 500cc grass track champion. Um, once described by Speedway great Jason Crump in a tweet... As one of the best all-round riders of his era, it's Mr. Jeremy Doncaster. Jeremy, wow! Yeah, when you thanks, think, Mike. when you think of that, well. yeah, that's quite impressive, really, isn't it? Really, for um, yeah, it's not bad for someone who sort of just used to wash motorbikes at motorbike shop. So. Fantastic, and still working at Ipswich as machine examiner. Um, may have been born in Grimsby, but very much an Ipswich Witches legend, and I know Reading fans. Back in the yeah. day, also saw you like that. I mean, Jeremy, well, what a, can you look back at that now and think, wow, what was that all about? That was hard work. <laughs> I can tell you, that was, that was bloomin' hard work. It really was. <clears throat> but um, enjoyed every minute of it. And uh, if I had the opportunity to do it again, I'd certainly yeah. do it again. I think everyone will probably say that. that you know, they'd, they'd, uh, if, if you haven't done it, you would never know. You know, and, you, and, and when you look at that, those, those achievements, you think, well... It just shows how far you can uh, you can push yourself, really. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I think it's great. It's just great. You're just sitting here now. We're sitting here nicely. You know, a very very nice house here, just outside Ipswich. And I know you're, you're you've got plenty of work on. But let's go all the way back to the start, yeah, Jeremy. Let's, let's let's yeah. start at school. Were you any good at school? Were, was was were, were magazine? Well, funny enough, no. Um, when I was at work the other day, my my admin said to me, she she said. You can't spell for you. You're spell, it's so bad it, it doesn't even pick it up on spell check. And um, <laughs> I said, "Well, I, I did spend most of my school life looking out the window because because I, I sat next to a window. I just used to look out out of it, and yeah. particularly in English lessons, that was <laughs> regularly got told off. For, Stop daydreaming, Doncaster. So, so football, rugby, <laughs> cricket, any of those, or was it motorbikes quite early in uh, as a youngster? Um, well, it, it was. It, Copleston School was um, predominantly sort of rugby, so and we were so bad. And I think our particular year had stunted growth. So when we used to go to play people like Holbrook, they were like, um, uh, like, well, look, looking at what's, what's his name, Shrek's. You know, like, they just saw me they were massive. Well, we we had scores like one hundred and eight nil and yeah. things like that. So they dis disbanded it, you yeah. know, for that particular. So yeah, when did the motorbikes come along then, Jeremy? So when did well, I did, like I said earlier, I worked in a motorbike shop, um, and um, where we lived, um, Peter Davy from Davy Brothers lived two doors away. So he saw us roaring round uh, a moped in the back garden, which probably Alec, you probably heard of Alec Gooch. We call him Alec the Jap. <laughs> yeah. He um, he sold me this 
uh, moped. He said, you might like this. And it's for, I think I paid £5.50 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, he, and, and they could watch out of the, their bedroom window. They could just about see us. And, of course, we got complaints from the neighbours. And Fortunately, <laughs> I was going around sort of the uh, turning left and going around sort of... Going the right, you were going the right way the from right the start. Way around yeah. from the start, yeah. <laughs> Had I gone the other way around, I wouldn't have probably been any good. But they... Um, um, uh, well, they, they they heard, or they were part of the um, the original people to to settle the North and Suffolk Journey Motorcycle Club. All right. So right from an early age, from about eleven, ten, eleven, twelve, you, uh, you know, it, we we joined up with that and that, that grass track, grass track. Mm. So grass well, was that, grass track sort of where you started. Wasn't <clears> that was really yeah, grass track. Yeah, and not alone. I mean, other riders around here did start did a grass track as well, didn't they? Early on in their careers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mark, Mark you know, Lauren, Mark Lauren. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he's with the Kent Club, and there's a, there was a link, you yeah. know, is it yeah. Gavin momentum? They linked yeah. up, and then the ACU, um, you know, went under the umbrella of the ACU Autocycle Union. So Chris and Chris as well. Chris, Chris, Chris was in the same club. Yeah, as uh, Carl Ball and Mark Baldwin, there's yeah. a host of Kevin Jolly. Yeah, they yeah. all came through that North Cross. Suffolk, the, yeah, schoolboy club, which is multidisciplined as well. They had um, a trial section and a motocross section, so a lot of the successful motocross riders came through that that club as well. Were you good on? You, were you were, well, I say were you? Good, you were good on grass. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you were good on grass. Long. I mean, a lot of people don't. Well, a lot of people probably do know this, but if you don't, Jeremy, you're very much a grass track man. Well, before you ever got into yeah. speedway. That's that's right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, um, it, it, I didn't start speedway until I was quite late in today's term. I mean, I was. Um, was twenty stroke twenty one, yeah. you know, my twenty first birthday, the the nineteen eighty two, the year I started. So, um, but um, <clears throat> I felt at, at ease on a grass track bike, mm. but I felt I did feel comfortable, comfortable on all, um, you know, the, the track racing sports, which is the grass, the speedway, the grass track, and and the long track. So, um, which I think did help the speedway as well. Definitely helped the speedway. Yeah, a big success. At- a, a European title in 1982 on the grass and a Europe, a, a British title, sorry, a European title as well. You you won, yeah. you won some big titles yeah. on grass, didn't you? Yeah, I, I mean, all, do you remember all the big of, European one? Was it where was it? What kind was it? That was at uh, da- Dam, Dam, Damna? Yeah. yeah, Dammer in um, in Germany. Uh, Brian Massager went there with Straw. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, straw, yeah, straw, yeah. course, and oh, that's yeah, that's how Straw got his nickname called Straw. No, tell us a story. Oh, sorry. Right. Uh, and funny enough, it involves eating pallets of strawberries. So, <laughs> really? Yeah, so he, he ate so many st- pallets of strawberries. <laughs> Brian's comment was, if you eat any more of them, you will actually look like a strawberry. So <laughs> so there we all know Ipswich Richards fans. We used to see straw. You know why? Well, so, I suppose most of us thought it was with strawberries, but you never read the full stories with, with Jeremy Donkster and Brian Messenger. That's right, yeah. So, they, they, so what do you remember that big day, though, um, Jeremy? It's a bit cold, a bit damp. Mm. Um that was, uh, you know, there's some biggest sort of names later on who were in it. Marcel Gerhard, um, he he was, um, you know, some some, you know, was up and coming, up, up and coming, some potential mm. um, sand track, long track riders. So there's a lot of um, uh, the Europeans who we sort of like. Mirrored alongside as we developed, if you know yeah. what I mean, which yeah. is which is interesting because we a lot of us became great mates. Must be a great thrill to win that because that's a well with the British obviously and then the, the European particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, 
uh, that funny enough that that gave us a great stepping stone into Europe because um, straight away uh, clubs are ringing up and saying um, um, you know what is your start price mm. and I thought oh blimey I've never, <laughs> Didn't really. never heard of that before <laughs> <laughs> What's so, the start so, before you start, if you know what I mean? What's your turn-up price, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, before you get there. And I thought, well, I quite like that. So, <laughs> Did you have any numbers in mind, or did you just make one up? Well, I did get advice so, yeah, to make sure you didn't undervalue things. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it wasn't terrific amounts yeah. of money, but it just paid for the track, you know, paid, 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 paid for you get, to get there, basically. Yeah. And uh, and then you fought for the prize fund like everyone else, mm. you know, which wasn't, wasn't a great deal anyway. But... Um, some of the, some of the bigger meetings were, you know, in France, Marmond, and the, where they get the big crowds, and uh, they developed from like a, just a, a field with, with straw bales around yeah. it, and now it's supported. It's um, they they run the world rounds, and it's supported by the the local council yeah. as a tourist attraction. Oh, really? So I mean, they get some terrific crowds, and the finals about half past two in the morning. <laughs> really? yeah, Mark and Chris have both ridden in that. Yeah. In actual fact, I, I, I won it one year in my mind, and then the the following year I couldn't do it, and uh, it's because it fell wrong on the day, and it, it's probably because I was riding for Ipswich, and I think Chris was riding for Hackney at the time, yeah. and he said, "Oh, they asked me, he said, have you got any other riders who might want to do it?" And I said, "Well, Chris, Chris can do it. Yeah. He can borrow my bike." So I lent him the bike I won the year before, and um, and actually Roscoe and Ross rode in it as well. Oh yeah. And uh, Chris was a bit nervous about it. He's done he'd done a few grass tracks, but he said what he didn't realise that that um, is that obviously under lights, floodlit grass track, yeah. uh, six corners is you know yeah. a bit unusual. And you had to sort of, I did warn him, one corner's a bit tight and he brushed against the fence a, a little bit. But what he didn't realise that <clears throat> his first race, he sort of said, well, you know, he, he uh, just found his feet and he's at the back. You know, there's eight riders in the race, yeah. so he's at the back. But what he didn't realise was that straight as the, the winner passed the line, they turned all the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and he had half a lap to go sometimes. And he, That's a bit frightening, isn't it? Like, Gosh, and Roscoe, come on, what was all that about? <laughs> <laughs> Turn the lights, save a bit of electricity. Yeah, right, the winner's zero, you yeah. lot can get your own way back last yeah, half just, lap. Poosh, all the lights went off. I think Strokes went on the, on, on the winner of the race. But so. you must really have enjoyed the grass track years. Fantastic, yeah. I, I mean, I so say there's, there's been some terrific big meetings. Um, yeah. The Ace of Aces were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were absolutely. Steve yeah. Schofield, of course, was a, yeah, was a great yeah. grass track in his time, I think. He, he was, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, in actual fact, certain riders are better grass track riders than speedway yeah. riders. Yeah. Scoey certainly was. Mm. Um, Wiggy was excelled on the long track, and mm. he's not a bad speedway rider. No, no. And um, <laughs> I, would, I never really. I would, was. Felt like I said earlier, I felt comfortable in all three. You know, you, so made, you mentioned Simon Wig because you moved it. You did long track as well, um, yeah. which I think is the most extraordinary motorsports to be honest. As on bikes, uh, motorbike sports, because you know the speed and the wow, it's just awesome. Um, Simon Wig, I mean yourself and him were very close, weren't you? You did a lot of long track together. Oh, you had a lot of speedway together as well, but but probably long track was where you first. Yeah, that's right. We did the the famous headlines at Pocking Hell. Yeah, where we where we. <laughs> Um, had a poor show in the world pairs together in Pocking. That was that was a speedway, speedway start. Movie, yeah, yeah, speedway, yeah, speedway match. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 
Which, which, which he was in the World Team Cup team of squad, of course, in World Team Cup. Yeah, yeah. We which which we won, which is a bit of a shallow victory, really. Well, very shallow because yeah, so um, yeah when Gundy, Eric Gunderson injured, yeah, had his dreadful crash, and we didn't think he's going to make the not. You know, didn't no. think he's going to survive it. And um, funny enough, we 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 were sponsored by British Coal, and Ob Simon was set I was Furnaceite, and um, part of it. Afterwards, we we part of the package. We uh, attended their uh, receptions after the meetings. So like so also after the World Team Cup. Yeah, the, the, at uh, one of the hotels. So we met there, and obviously Colin Pratt was the team manager, joint team manager of Eric Bucock, and and um, you know he, he was absolutely distraught because yeah. obviously Eric was his Craigley Craigley Heath. Yeah, yeah, he was the team manager, so all the promoter, so. Um, yeah, that that, but there we go. That's over mm. thirty years ago. Yeah, nine, eight, and nine, eight. Hasn't, you know, no one's managed to do it yet. They got close, but I thought thought they were going to do it a couple of years ago. But just um, but as regards yeah. Simon, um, as I said, you know, sadly, obviously not with us now. And it's such a such a lovely, lovely man. And, and you must have great memories of riding with, especially long tracking. And it was oh, as I said before, great. he was a great long track rider. Yeah, I, I mean. Before we both started doing speedway, we were rivals on the grass track. So, yeah. so it carried on the speedway, and then we sort of, we kind of, uh, as we both had similar, um, similar ambitions, very similar sort of um, travel itineraries. We 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 going to the same meetings, and and we had a very good name, the pair of us in 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 Germany. So people used to come and watch the British rivalry. Then yeah. you sort of had the Dunster against Wig. Wig, yeah, and and, uh, and they got Osnabrück, Bielefeld, and and then you had the German great German rivals of Egon and Egon Muller and and um, Carly Meyer, you know, and, and then it's like the English be the German, you know, it's yeah, really yeah. it's really on your seat. Huge stuff. crowds, so good, very good crowds, mm. yeah, and. Um, so a lot of the stuff we we travelled, we shared a van for a couple of years. I, I had a van in Germany, and a and uh, a guy used to look after the stuff, all voluntary, which is appreciate that Udo. Yeah. And uh, which, which people would do then, they probably wouldn't do so much nowadays. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I mean, and that's that's how you achieve things. Is what the people behind you. That's mm. really good. You know, with their voluntary help, otherwise you wouldn't. Matter. Do anything. So, who was a better long tracker? Uh, you two. Simon was for sure. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, gra grass track wise, we're on a par. Yeah. I'd say. Uh, you know, sometimes I could give him a run for the money, and oh. and, and he could sort of, you know, cheer me up as well. So. Um, and speedway, like, probably you got the nod. Yeah, I think you're both very good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than the runoff in the '89 World Final, which I just yes. I was so chuffed I was going to get on the rostrum anyway. It was just a lapse of concentration and. That was was that the two day World Final, wasn't it? No, that no, was the, the, the two day World Final. Was in Amsterdam, Amsterdam yeah. in '87. Ah. If um, if that would have been a one day, then. <laughs> Then I think well it would have been a three way runoff with Sam Malenko and Eric I think. So you were so, so you trust you to be involved in the, the, the only two in the day only... ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yes. Yeah, but lovely well, stories about Simon because obviously you were great pals and of course he came from Woodbridge. He was he was around this area, wasn't he? He's was Suffolk, well, apparently, Suffolk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was born in Woodbridge, all around this area, and um, yeah, I just yeah, remember you two were great, were great. 
great riders at, at that well, level. Well, we did actually remember, because we on, on many of our trips we did together, we used to chat a lot, and all the team levers and that, that was all Simon's idea. Yeah. And he wrote, uh, and he showed me the letter he wrote to Terry Russell, how to improve the sport, and, and he said, what do you reckon of this? You know, and he's a very passionate about things but mm. we did actually play rugby against each other unknowingly yeah. um Coxton v Woodbridge yeah and, so and, I I think, and he said oh our rugby team was crap and I said well ours was as well and I said but we only did we did actually manage manage to win one one match and that was against Woodbridge and he said well that's the only one we <laughs> 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 I played in that got a yeah, yeah so we did play against each other but we had some great trips and and I can remember some of the, oh, if, if, if you were going through, I mean, we used, to, he, we used to share his big truck as well, Simon, you know, to sort of cut down the expenses for everyone, really, because it was, it was, it is expensive travelling, so if you could team up together, double up, you could halve the cost, basically, could you just split the cost, whoever's vehicle it was, or whether you were, and, and we used to do it very often, and, um, but there's there little things we used to forget, like passports and <laughs> oh, just and little things, of, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and visas and things like that for the for the mechanics. And and I think one one time coming back to Dover, Wiggy had left his uh, passport in a in a hotel because then he had to surrender your passports in yeah. the hotel. He left it in the hotel reception, so he said I haven't got it. Um, Brett had gone gone into the country. Without getting his visa st- stamped, so he couldn't. Brett, uh, Brett, Brett uh, Walton, Wiggins McKenna, he couldn't. All right. So he, he said, No, I can't. You know, so they're both up on the bunks. He said, You'll have to drive through customs, don't we? So he jumps out, and the thing's still rolling along. And I've leapt in because he's got longer legs. And I've sort of gone past the sort of before I could hit the brake <laughs> and, and sort of said, Oh, passports. And, and sort of like that to sort of put me arm, um, put your arm back put, to the put passport. My passport. And I said, "Yeah, you, you're on your own." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, "Mind if I have a look?" Oh no! Went, oh, Phil, here we go. You know, and because um, he opens up, and there's all this. Fortunately, all the all the kit and everything are all falling in the well of the truck. Yeah. So as the bloke got in, he tripped. <laughs> Thought I'm not. He tripped over and fell over. I said, "You're all right." <laughs> And he said, he said, looks as though there's more. I said, yeah, they've all been and left me, you know, all flying back different places, you know. So, as you, usual. You got that. Mo- yeah. And he actually opened the toilet door and uh, to see if there's anyone's in there. And, and Brett was in there. And he quickly, like that, so it was like a spring return. Oh, so, <laughs> so he pushed him pretty much. Pushed it, and, he, and he said, off you go. On. <laughs> so, so lots of long track, lots of grass track. Um, and then 1982, Don, after lots of um, perseverance from Mr. John Berry, um, he got you riding for the Ipswich Witches at 21 years old. It was Speedway at last, full time. Yeah, yeah pretty well. Right, yeah. um, took a bit of persuasion, did it, or didn't it? It was really, yeah. Um, I had to, it was a bit of a, go- the, you know, the old godfather touch. He had to sort of, said, you will ride, you know. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you could be but it was, I remember, but I remember the Ipswich at the time, it was a talk of the, it was a talk of the town, really, when's Jeremy Donkster going to sign for the Witches when you were like 18, 19, 20? Yeah, I, I think what, I did get very good advice from John Louis, actually. Mm. And um, I used to say, well, he's offered me this. He, he said, no, 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 you're worth money. Ask him for more. <laughs> so he, which was great yeah. until um, I used to sit down with John and do the deal. And he said, how about this, John? 
I've taught you too well, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we never. When I was dealing with John, that was easier than John Barry, JB. Uh, John, John, John Louis. John Louis, yeah. John Louis, it's easier to do the sort of. Uh, JB was a hard taskmaster. He's very good. Very promoter. fair, actually. He's very, good, very, yeah. very good promoter. Very fair, very and, and and I'm glad he did do the Godfather approach yeah. because um, I probably wouldn't have probably wouldn't have done it. You know, I wouldn't have made the move. I would have. I was quite happy what I was doing. What do you mean? Because he because he was quite sort of strong about it. Insistent. He, yeah, he was. I, I mean, he, he, he. I mean, it. He put a, um, a, a package together which I couldn't actually turn down. Mm. So, you know, he, he said, "Look, if it doesn't work out, uh, the bikes are there. Just let me have the bikes back." Mm. You know. So basically, he he fronted the cost of the bikes, which, right. is, which is uh, which is good. Now I've got a little confession to make here, Jim. Back mm. in nineteen eighty two, your first meeting of, was at Wimbledon, oh, and I was true. I was there. Mm. reporting I was there and I'll never forget it I don't think you even got did you do a lap uh, no no I think I, I <laughs> no I didn't no I, I think you did no no I think the, uh, the first 30 yards I hit Dave Jeffs back wheel and then yeah didn't even make the first corner did you did you did you, then, did you have three rides or did you have I can't remember I, I say remember you falling off at least twice I, I remember the second half I had a big crash and demolished <laughs> most of the third and fourth corner fence I think there were certainly a lot of people left that meeting at Plough Lane that night thinking, what have they signed? I mean, it was quick out of the starts, as usual, but you did it. Was a, it was a very strange first meeting for you. You must have thought, gone home that night thinking, oh my God. Yeah. I did, yeah. In actual fact, I spent the night at Alf Hagen straight and the night the bike out. He was there as well. And, and, and he just saw this wreck bent bike or bikes. And he said, uh, better come and stay with me at night. <laughs> <laughs> straighten them out in the morning because Alf used to look after us you know, on the grass track as well so, but, um, but you but went yeah. on that year to average over six points a meeting um, you know yeah. that was that was. <laughs> I think my second meeting wasn't too bad because no. that was at Cradley and I think I may have second top scored Yeah, I think so, well after that first initial oomph I think yeah things just only went one way Gem didn't they yeah. really uh, I had a little bit of a glitch in the middle when um, you couldn't actually buy a, a, a new bike which was, uh, you know, the, the, the issue. I think um, Ollie Olsen had bought them, bought Westlake, and it was in that transition, transition period where you're struggling to try and get new kit. You know, so you had to sort of beg, borrow, and steal and make. Mm. And um, it wasn't until um, that new stuff arrived and that we could then um, go through it and blueprint it and I started to start to go so were you professional then was it your full time job yeah fortunately I was living with my mum and dad yep. so I was able to sort of devote the time so right. had, had, had I wouldn't have been no you, you wouldn't you, I wasn't working no because no. <laughs> <laughs> I was full time straightening bikes that year <laughs> I mean who, who's, at the, who's at the first team with you that who's, who's a big influence on you early early on in then uh, in those in those early those um, early years who took you under their wing a little bit anybody well Sig Siggy was ever so good Dennis yeah, yeah Dennis good. yeah um, you know uh, well obviously Billy later on mm. you know he, he was very very good and we shared a workshop at me mum and dad um, very particular very very fussy mm. with his equipment um, but yeah very positive you know it's made me very positive. Mm. Now, so you, so you, so your speedway's up and running, Jim. Here you are now, and uh, yeah. so there you were. And uh, yeah. 
1984, you win the double with the with the Witches. Um, I mean, that hometown is... club, and, and what a time! You know, they, what they won it in '75 and '76, and then that was a cracking team, wasn't it? John Cook, Billy Sanders, Richard Knight, Kai Nemi, Will... Nigel Flatman, Carl Baldwin, and yourself in 1984. What do you remember about that that year? I think we did the double as well, didn't we? Yes, yes, we won the league and cup double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can remember we we went to Hyde Road on the Saturday night on for the knockout cup and um, final, the final, right? Yeah, yeah, the final, and and we actually won up there. And uh, of course, we turned up Foxall. That was an afternoon meeting on the Sunday, I believe, and uh, that was I've never seen so many people. That was absolutely, and of course we're on a high. And partner with Cookie, we were we were had a heck of a partnership really. We were like telepathic. John Cook, yeah, unbelievable, and he's such a good team rider to, mm. you know, team person. Um, and yeah, we we just five. We're named the five one kings, you yeah. know, because it's just, you know, if if you know if one made the start, one missed it, they cut backs, dive backs. We just knew exactly where. Mm. Each other were on the on the track all the time, mm. and then um, you could use your your throttle, your throttle control, and sort of uh, you know slow races up to mm. sort of like team riding was really an art then, wasn't it? It was an art, yeah, yeah. yeah. If if you got two two people riding side by side, there isn't, and if you do it well, that you the opposition won't be able to get past yeah. you. Know, now, of course, current that. fans will say, well, Jem, that sounds lovely, especially those who don't go back to that era saying, we don't, you don't see much of that these days. Why? I mean, and riders aren't, it's not because riders are selfish. It's not, it's, is, it, is, it, is it the bikes? Or is it, why, it, it why, is why, don't, bikes, why don't yeah. you, yeah, people they, just, they don't feel confident to ride side by side. What yeah, is it? they're just not stable enough. They're, they're, they're just, they're riding flat out yeah. and they've got so much um, stored energy in the flywheels the revs are doing. If they get close to anyone, they hit the slightest bit of, a grip or a hole, they just plough into them. Yeah. So they give themselves space because they don't want to take each other out. You know. So. So when people talk about team race today, because there is a lot of criticism of it among mm. current fans today, say, look, he's not even looking for him. He's just. But you're saying that it's not, it's it's not it's... safe to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until until they sort of go uh, roll back a few years to sort of give something. So when you roll a throttle off, the bike slows down. Yeah. And instead of like, now you roll a throttle off and the thing speeds up. Really. So, yeah. Which isn't. That doesn't sound right, you know. I mean, there's things they can do because when we first went to the laydowns, I mean, Chris will tell you, Mark will tell you, when we first went to the laydowns initially from the uprights, those first few seasons, they're fantastic things because you had everything. You had um, the low centre of balance, the the gravity and the the torque in the engine where you could just roll off and slow it down. So you're still team riding and lay off the back without doing without doing silly things. So you're in the middle of the 80s, and of course the Americans were very much come to the four you're riding with two of them. Well, Dennis yeah. Garson, John Cook, you'd ridden with two of them. I mean, yeah. it was a halcyon time for Speedway, but the Americans were so, so much flair and excitement, and British Speedway was in good hands with yourselves, and then, like I say, the Wiggies, the Kelvin Tate and stuff, it was some great Kenny Carters. I mean, you're right in the middle of that. What was it like with it taking on the Americans particularly? The, the whole, The whole... Atmosphere was terrific at the time for Speedway. It really was. Uh, I mean, the guys lived in the town. They're all local. In actual fact, and I'm saying one of the secrets of why uh, '84 when we won the the league was '84, '85, '84, '84. When we let them, when when we did the double double wits, we had a great 
rapport. Yeah. And, and the whole of the team virtually lived that one road. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and, and Siggy was in Bucklesham. Yeah. Uh, you had Cookie, who was with, staying with Big Daddies at Ken Ravenhills. Billy had his workshop there, yeah. you know, uh, Ken Ravenhills. And um, we'd all meet up. There's a good social uh, events going on with the, with the fan clubs. It was terrific. It's, uh, the fans are superb. You know, the, there's a lot of fans who became very good friends, you know, and... and and through just social events and it was very well organised. But it was like, because we all had the, um, the, the, we knew when we were riding and when we could have fun times, we, we one one of us would start off at one end of the village <laughs> at Buckersham <laughs> and see who's finished their bikes and then we'd sort of look for something to do, you know, either, you know, hit the golf course or... Yeah. I mean, you were really, I mean, I'm sure you look back now and think, you know, wow, you yeah. know, your speed rate is still great, it's still a great sport, lots going on, but it's, it's changed so much now. But I mean, back, well, then, back, back then it was, you were well, right. I'll tell you what, you could drive into Buttleston Village and you, you may see Siggy or Cookie, right, and quite often going down the street street on an XR75 little minibike, you know, and <laughs> yeah. sort of like with no helmet, nothing, and sort of like... I mean, they're great characters because you're very much a Suffolk lad, very much an Ipswich yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know you're born yeah. in Grimsby, you're very much a Suffolk lad. Suddenly, the, 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 I mean, I know very young, so yeah, I and, count myself as being a Suffolk lad. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and you've got some like, some extrovert like Cookie, particularly, which he he is and was as Fergus sphere. I mean, that, yeah, and yet you you had this great bond. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we all had something in common that. Um, well, I suppose we, I guess we liked extreme sports, so we yeah. were doing an extreme sport, and and it's like perfecting a circus act. You know, and, and we could we could all do it, which put us in a bit unique, and um, but we all felt the same. We all prepared the same way, mm. and and we had the same nerves before the start of the meetings, and went through the same type of anxieties, and and um, and we worked the same results. The only, so, the, the, only the only blip probably was a, a knockout cup final at Oxford one year, and I can't remember the year. And I think JB went absolutely bonkers because he could play blamed Cookie for. Taking you out or something, not obviously it, not potentially, it, but what that's, that's it, yeah. It was <laughs> a knockout cup fight, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't intentional, <laughs> but uh, JB saw red and saw it as intentional, and it, and in no way. Well, he wouldn't do that, Cookie, would he? Not no, he too close. No. But what happened didn't. then? That can you remember that race? Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, we were on a five-one. Yeah. And, and was that to win the cup? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And at Oxford, yeah, away, yeah, we're on a five-one, and um, I think it's Troy. Butler and was Wiggy in it? I think I don't. Know. I can't, can't remember. But Troy Butler became the hero because Cookie looked over his shoulder, looked, saw my helmet colour, thought it was the opposition, and then just took me out. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. So what was the reaction? Because I know back and in the so pits, JB was absolutely livid. I mean, what a job, job. Well, Cookie, Cookie was probably pretty. Disappointed, which which goes back to where he says he knows where we am all the time on the track. On yeah. that occasion, <laughs> apart from that time, <laughs> apart from that time, yeah. <laughs> Possibly but, the only um, extraordinary uh, yeah, disconnect he, the pair of you had. Yeah, he, he yeah, that was uh, he did hit a hole as well. There's yeah. a there's a grippy patch on the inside. So. Quite tight, Oxford as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's locked up. He he looked he, he did he did look um, saw me and. Uh, Pulled it up on the inside, and as he pulled up the inside, he hit a grippy patch and mm. just sort of went offline. Because mm. had to save it, he did save it, but threw me wide, which let Troy Butler mm. uh, pass, you know, come up underneath us. 
Right, well, I mean, that was 984, and, and everything was, was going swimmingly in the start of 985 season, of which you were there again, and Ipswich were absolutely flying again. Mm. And, of course, then had the terrible uh, death of Billy Sanders, um, and, of course, yeah. still resonates with Ipswich fans today. No one will forget Billy. Um, totally not the stuff out of the side that was flying so well. I mean, it was just a very difficult time, Jeremy, for everyone, wasn't it? I mean, your mem memories of that time? Is... Well, absolutely devastating, really. I mean, uh, I can't believe this day that... You know, um, you know why, why he did it. I don't think anyone will know. But today, perhaps, uh, you know, in the modern day world, people are, uh, are diagnosed early and yeah. for depression or something. He, he had um, a, a chemical imbalance. I think he's, he, that, that went all the way through the generations. His dad and his, his son tragically. Yeah, his son uh, tragically. Lost, yeah. yeah, so there, there was something... Um, well, they say speedway riders aren't wired up, right? And, you know, there's, although Billy was very good, he probably, that bit of the circuit was a bit, was missing a little bit. So, had he been diagnosed and put on medication, I think he'd still be here today. And Definitely. obviously, and obviously, you know, and the team suffered tremendously, terribly, which wasn't, it's not, it's not that important compared to what actually happened, but... You know, it was it was a very difficult time. And John Cook particularly was was up was affected. Was it was by all? Uh, we all we all were, and we just do what we knew what uh, best to do was just to ride ride through it and race mm. through it. Mm. Um, but that was, uh, you know, that was an awful time. Really, mm. it really was. The, the you know the funeral, going around the track carrying the coffee. Yeah. You know, carrying Billy in. That's, uh, you know, it's. Um, yeah. Bit, bit of pill that one yeah, bit horrible. of pill to swallow yeah very hot very horrible and of course his family absolutely destroyed their lives mm. you know mm. devastated so that was 985 and uh, but you, obviously Speedway was still very much with you Jim and, and, and you, a few more years of the Witchers um, individually you were still doing nice the Witchers started to go back a little bit for a couple of years after the loss of Billy was a big thing but then 1989 you moved mm. to Reading which was uh, after yes I say another couple of years of the Witchers off you went to the Reading races which was a uh, wow Big move yeah. and, and five very good years there, including winning the title twice and the knockout cups and fantastic years at Reading. Strangely enough, I mean, um, had I think had um, JB had he not sold to, to, to Chris Shears, I think possibly um, I may have done even better. But the the fact is, I had to find another club to ride. And um, what do you mean you would have done him? What do you mean? Oh, what individually? You would have done yeah, him? I think if Jay John Berry would have individually, I yeah. think with the team, I think perhaps. Um, a stronger team. We, we, yeah, I think we could achieve more. Yeah, um, but that's how Billy's death affected everything. Yeah. Everything. Because so John JB obviously he just had, sold he up, just sold up, and went. Didn't he? Yeah, he just mm -hmm. sold up, went, which was, um, and I think that's his one of his regrets because he didn't. Yeah. He had a bit of unfinished business with. He didn't see it the way through with me. No. So yeah. that was, you know, he, he said, "No, I didn't really devote the time at the end I needed." You know, which is. Um, but having said that, went to, to Reading and uh, had some great, great results, fantastic yeah. times, five years there, um, two leagues, knockout cup. Mm. Um, and I think probably Per Johnson was world champion that uh, 89, I was 90. 90 or 90, I think 90. I think 90, 90, 90 yeah. And, and I think that's probably the year um, well, after 89, finishing third. With run off with Wiggy, well, in the world final, yeah, and winning the world team cup. That was a, that was a pretty decent year. Yeah, I think. Well, the next year, yeah, I, 
I thought, well, that would be the year I could be a world champion. You, you thought know? you were going to be world champion in 1990. Tell the story why, Jim. Well, it was going so well. I was going through the rounds. Um, won the overseas final uh, with a 15-point maximum. And uh, that's when we had so many rounds to even get to world final. Went to the Intercontinental final at Felsted in Denmark and, and didn't do a thing. Same bike. Uh, well, I changed bikes in, uh, as well in desperation. Hardly scored a point, and, and it's like I've never, ever to this day seen anything so slick in all my life. <laughs> it is like dust on concrete. There's no. absolutely nothing. And and, um, and I was like absolutely gobsmacked, distraught. When I thought we're at the time when we're just about seen everything, done everything, and covered for all the conditions, I got caught out big time. And you and you, yeah. but you thought that could be your year, that nineteen ninety, because you were you yeah. were, you were, Flying, you were yeah. scoring lots of points yeah. for Reading, lots of points. Um, I say it, that year, Per won it. Um, he was struggling at the start of the season. He was struggling so bad he he he, he nearly packed up. Oh, really, he, he was absolutely just you know beside himself. So um, I lent him one of my bikes, uh, one of the engines. I said to have a go on that, and which he immediately. Turned, turned his scoring around and then um, he just started to build his confidence up right at the time of world final and um, of course he, he became world champion. So what was it like at Reading? I mean obviously you've been at Ipswich for so long and, and you've been at Ipswich, like we say, we talk about the Ipswich connection and stuff and there you were suddenly at Reading but you know, what was it like? It was, it was a great episode, you well, enjoyed well, it obviously. Well, I mean um, we, we, we used the same sort of technique um, although we're um, weren't based. I, did, I obviously didn't live, live no. in Reading. I commuted. Um, we had that same. Um, obviously, I was, as captain, we had this, that same type of bonding, team building, camaraderie, which was, yeah. camaraderie, which yeah. was um, as we're doing now. We're just yeah. having conversations and discussions, and yeah. we're we're all on a level keel. Yeah. And if someone was down, we'd get we'd help them. Yeah. Um, like Dave Mullet had a. Had a time when you know he was struggling, so we sort of said, well, what can we do to help you? You know, and so we'd lend him stuff, um, bits and pieces, and you know, and try and get him going again. And he actually, towards the end of that season and the following seasons, he was like um, as good as anyone around yeah. there. He's double figures every week. We partnered with Per, and they were the, they were the five one oh, kings. Yeah. I say, what do you remember? What do you remember the doubles? I mean, do you remember anything much about the league doubles, the celebrations, the days? That, that I, I could remember they were queuing on the M four, <laughs> getting in <laughs> the get stadium to get the small meet. Yeah. Really, and um, and uh, I know Mando, Mando was rubbing his hands together and says. <laughs> we're going to get a bonus. Went to Stania. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So and did you? Was. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. Pat, fair, Pat, fair play. I know John Berry's a good promoter, but um, Pat Bliss was um, on par, you know, if not, uh, if not better, to be honest. Yeah. You were lucky to work with such people, then, weren't you? As your bosses, yeah. so to speak, that's a big help for. A, well, it's for a bit a, of mutual respect. Yeah, a bit of yeah. speed rise. It's important mm. to know you, you, you yeah. trust your trust promoters and stuff. Well, if you're led led from the top, you know, then that that's the first secret, mm. you know. If, um, and uh, she's true to her word, you know, always. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think a lot of it is the terms we agreed. We're, we're paid 
spot well, as in we were paid. Yeah, yeah, paid on time. On time, yeah, which um, does help. Shame, small. She made sure of that. She made sure that you know she knew we had families and mortgages, and uh, and she made sure that um, you know we were paid on time. I was going to say, shame, small meters no more. Pity, isn't it? That is, yeah. Come back. Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, it's they they were talk of building a new stadium, yeah. weren't they? But uh, which you prefer, Foxhall or Smallmead? Um, Foxhall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, they're very extremely similar. Yeah, I mean, do dissimilar. Yeah, yeah um, very. Uh, which is why I went so well around there, really. Now, did you ever spell at Bradford? Have I got no, that wrong? No. no. I see wiki, wiki, Wikipedia's wrong on that one. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> After a few, so um, you actually then returned to Ipswich um, to finish off your career, really, didn't you? you, you yeah, and second Ipswich. stint. Yeah, yeah, second stint at Ipswich, yeah. and I suppose it's sort of, I suppose by the, the scoring makes it look like sort of just winding down a little bit. I'm sure you weren't winding down; you don't do that sort of thing, obviously. But obviously, you get to a level. Yeah, I, I think probably what it was um, uh, the 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 first. Well, I think it was the, the first division. It might even called the Elite League. Then I can't I can't remember the. Change it so many times, I forgot what the league. <laughs> <laughs> the Premier League or Premiership. But I can remember we, we went to um, the BSBA called a meeting and all the riders were there and they announced that they've, they're, they're, we had to ride on this pay scale, otherwise we, yeah. we, the, the sport wouldn't exist anymore, and, uh, which we did. And then after about a month in the season, found, found out that um, all, the, all the other tracks were... The riders are getting um, sponsorship from you know other companies, so yeah. so it's just a way of getting around yeah. the, yeah. the, the rules. So uh, I think the guys that you know we we truly wanted to help the sport, but you know. We, so you finish. So you finish your time with Ipswich, um, and um, you know, I mean, it was, it was, you called time on your career. What on your speedway career? Re- reason? Re- any reason? Was that? Did you just feel? What the second spell at Ipswich? Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that was? Well, I was four, forty-two, I suppose. So I suppose really. You thought I that mean, was enough, did you? Well, I think, yeah, well, well, fair well, enough. Well. <laughs> Is that how old you were when you finished? It must have been. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how long do you think I should go? On oh, for? I thought another couple of years. You could have done Gem Drive. You were going to be a loyal man, but there you go. No, I mean that's. But so you look back. Were you forty-two when you finished? I mean, yeah. Two two thousand five was my farewell, but I think it's two thousand three, didn't I? Two thousand two, I think. Two thousand two. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they me. weren't convinced that I'd fully retire so Jay he, he said well you can have a farewell but we'll, we'll leave it a couple of years because you might come back <laughs> you might come back but yeah. you never did I never, never, no I didn't no. you're glad you did glad you packed up when you did I know it's 41 or, but some people still I mean what Greg has still been doing a bit Greg Hancock's still doing a bit now but I mean you know when nothing yeah, enough, yeah I, I mean I, I was getting tired yeah the, the thing is you, you um, I mean it isn't until years afterwards I mean it is it, I mean, most riders will tell you that um, you w- you wake up and you have this feeling: where am I? What country am I in? <laughs> am I still on the ferry? You know. And then sometimes I have that nightmare. You know, and I think, oh, um, where am I today? I've forgotten where I'm riding. <laughs> and 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 yeah, and no, no. and and that, and that is how it is. It takes years to get get over that, where you where you just sort of have to wake up instant and sort of like. Get in a car, get in a pub, mm, get in, mm. 
Just to the airport, catch a ferry, or you sleep in a van somewhere on a, you know, on on a ferry, you know. In actual fact, if I have trouble sleeping, I I try and imagine I'm on a ferry. What now? Yeah, now, mm. and that sort of constant sort of like propeller sort of drone oh, yeah, drifts yeah, me yeah. off to sleep. So. Fantastic. Um, Twenty years then, find the speedway. Uh, injury wise, you had a broken leg, I think, once. Or did you finish that? It's probably the worst one which yeah. we finished finished with, which yeah. was in um, Germany. Um, yeah. Farewell there on the grass track, which is so your farewell meeting in Germany. You broke your leg. Yeah. Oh dear. Very last race. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> you knew it was time to pack up there, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, right, I, mean, it's great. Well, I hope you hope you hope you listen. Hope you enjoy listening to this here at um, um, uh, Jeremy Donks are chatting here. It's great. We've got a few. We've got another quarter of an hour left or so, and I've got a few. Got a few. Got a few personal questions and a few bits and bobs about the sport, Jeremy, and see what you can. Um, what you can do. Did you write it? Did you board you already? But no, you're not. not, not <laughs> this, thoroughly enjoyed. Thoroughly enjoyed chatting to you, Jeremy. Um, did you ride in Poland? Did you ride in Poland Speedway yes. in Poland? I mean, yes, I did. Yeah, um, I rode for. Um, Unia Tarnov, which right. is about um, an hour from the Russian border. Mm. That's uh, Magda's hometown, mm. believe it or not. Magda Louis, um, who, who married to John. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, when I first went there, with Mitch Shearer, because oh, Mitch, yeah. Peter Collins actually said, oh, I keep getting rung up by these Polish clubs. He said, do you fancy having a ride in uh, Tarnov? So I said... Well, we'll give it a go. The grass tracks and long tracks were drying up a little bit. And because um, the clubs in the east, that all sort of opened up, but they were running running short of funds and closing. You know, it was a bit of a so we, we grim time, so I thought, well, we'll try it. Um, but there's the, 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 the compromise was that it limited your long tracks and your grass tracks because yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. be in two places at, no. at the same time. But we thought, give it a, give it a whirl. But... Um, how, yeah. how many years you ride there? Any years? I think about two or three. I think yeah. three, yeah, yeah, three. Unia Tarnoff and then it was at uh, Rolinsky tar- uh, Tarnoff. Mm. Unia Rolinsky, I think it was. He had his. He built his own track in his back garden. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's got a big back garden. It was a big back garden. Yeah. <laughs> But big tracks or stores. small big tracks or small tracks. That might sound rather odd, but of course you did long track and grass it. But then you go and sign for Ipswich Witches, which is one of the smallest tracks in the. So let's talk about speedway, just speedway wise, big tracks or long tracks, weren't you bothered? I liked, um, I was, to be honest, I wasn't too bothered as long as they're well prepared. Yeah. Um, Ipswich, when it's well prepared, which is uh, 95% of the time, 99% of the time was fantastic mm. um, track to ride. Um, Hyde Road, Bellevue, that was a... You absolutely, like that. I bet you love that. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> smashing that was. I mean, you could sort of... Um, in actual fact, Hyde Road, it's better if you're behind <laughs> than you are when you leave... Yeah, if you're in front, because you can you can sort of do that big dive on the last corner up on the fence and then just big long straight to the finish line. What do you think the new National Speedway Stadium at Bellevue, that you've seen the racing there on telly, it looks good, doesn't it? Very, very good, yeah. Um yeah, so similar thoughts to Hyde Road and something. I mean, my track's different, it, but it's it looks looks a Hyde Road type of track. Yeah. I haven't seen those long straights um, where they cut across the corners yet. No, um, they haven't managed to quite do that. I think they would do if they cut a bit off the off the inside curve going in. But I think you'll because a lot of the riders who ride the, the, the one Bellevue now say it's like being in front because almost like terrifying because people are going to come from all over the place. It's a bit yeah. like that. The old it, Bellevue was it? a bit like the old Bellevue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, 
and it's interesting to see how they how they ride it. And it, it's good that we've got a track that size because um, it's different techniques how you ride yeah. um, a, a big track to a small track, and uh, as in um, how you move people, how you move people away off their lines, yeah. and and uh, how you should never ever leave a hole on an entrance entrance to a corner. Mm. That's why the people are getting past so much because mm. they're leaving a gap, they're leaving a hole. If you don't leave a hole, you shouldn't get past on a big track. That's the theory of it. It does actually work. And you can see when you, when I watched the World Team Cup in in um, Russia, was it Russia? Yeah. Yes. It's a dreadful mistakes by yeah. our guys, and you think, well, you're never going to win any races like that because no. it's schoolboy errors, you know. Chris and Mark will tell you the same. You know, once once you realise you apply those rules, those golden rules, you should win races on big tracks if you, if you, if you follow them. Fast starter. You were always a fast gator, weren't you, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, practice, did you me. practice hard? No, Jason, I'll tell you, I'll go back to Jason. He, he, Jason. He told Crump. Yep, yeah, he up. told Pat a story. He said, he said you always me, he said, he really, he really sort of cheaters me off. He said, <laughs> He said he gets he's always the last one up to the start, he's dawdling about and he's sort of everyone's all waiting, all revved up and ready ready to go and Donkey's there, he's sort of oh yeah, oh, I think I'll just sort of sit here. And and a taste cut drop clutch is gone. Yeah. So what <laughs> how did how? Why how was it just reactions? What how why what? How did you do it then? Because all, all spear riders would say, come on, how do you measure gate so fast? It's so important. Um I don't start with a lot of motor. Uh, and it's um, my clutches are very light which if, if you put Mark on it it'll burn it out every time Mark Lawrence yeah he said how do you, how do you what's wrong with your clutch I said no it's you <laughs> <laughs> so that's a secret is it light clutches yeah. and that last yeah, yeah light clutches and, and um, I could drop them once and, and feather them to the corner yeah. so and, and it's it's everything position your head body and your, and your ear as well, you've got to listen. Yeah, you've got to listen for the right revs because okay. it's very easy to get when someone's sort of like absolutely flat chat and, and you're starting with a little motor so you can just dump the clutch and slip, slip the clutch to the corner. Do you tell people that these days? Do you tell riders that? Yeah. Like, uh, no one else can do it. I've no. taught them, I've, I've <laughs> tried them I've, and, and, and they just can't get it. No. You know, I've, I've, I said, well, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And they said, well, we can't, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite track, Jim? When you rode, could you? What was your, what were your favourite tracks you rode? Obviously, home ones. With, but I mean, apart from if you weren't at Foxhall or, or Small Mead and you, you were going somewhere, do you think, oh, I quite, quite like going here? Or what did you when you fussed? Been really fussed. I quite like Coventry when it's good. Like I say, when they're all prepared well, mm. they're all a pleasure to ride. Mm. Um, um, Oxford was quite good. So Reading was a nice one. Uh, abroad by is obviously part of it. It's terrific, terrific track. Mm. But you had to read them. You know, if a lot of the lot of the uh, tracks, you you have to watch how they prepare them to get the best out of it. And uh, for the English tracks, um, I mean, they do very well at Ipswich, but some of them, they cradle leaf, they never used to touch it. Yeah. You know, and um, you have to ride a berm in the end, yeah. but which is fine. But you just have to to yeah. read it. But where where they do grade it and they dump the dirt, you've got to keep your eye on it because they could alternate it from each corner, bring the dirt in and put it on the inside or leave it at the, t at the top on the opposite corner. Mm. So you've got to be, you've got to be watching 
what they're doing. What they're doing. Any yeah. any tracks you should try? You travel thing? No, no, we're here tonight. I don't particularly like this track. Paul never liked Paul much. The old shape Paul. Yeah, I, I can remember. I think John long. Davis put me off there. <laughs> what do you mean he put you off? Well, he put. I think I was trying to pass him, and he looked over his shoulder and and sort of slowed up, and I, to avoid hitting him, I threw it down, and I might have just clipped him a little bit, but threw it down, and that's when they had boards hung on wire, right. and I can remember like upside down hanging in this wire with bits of wood and sort of and. And, and I think this wire was about that far away from me nuts, you know, sort of like, <laughs> and I thought, well, I shouldn't really be doing this. It's not... not <laughs> Grass track, doing. speedway or long track, what was your preference or did you not have one? Um, uh, I was very comfortable. I, I was... Um, grassroots was grass track, which um, I felt at home on, and it was uh, a, a nice release to... Um, not have the team pressure the speedway mm. to go to the individual the grass track so it's like a little holiday at the weekend yeah. and I enjoyed that but um, equally I was very comfortable on a on speedway and long track. Best riders you rode with, Jim? Um, I would say probably well C Cookie team riding, Armando Castania team yeah. riding. He 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 is a blinder. He really was um, very good. Very controlled. Obviously, Simon Wig was very controlled, um, and we so we rode together a few times. Um, there's there's not many. I mean, you all get to a level where you've got a bit of mutual respect. Not yeah. like today, where they just sort of tend to take each other out. It's a bit like Stevie Whitten and Craig Hyde when you're watching them. Laurel and Hardy, yeah. <laughs> uh, you won the gold. You won the golden helmet uh, uh, twice in Czech. Big event that. Did you? Did you, did you get a replica? Because they're, they're funny you, things, aren't they? You put them on your head, you, and they make it look really sort of oh silly, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and what happens to so, it? Do you bring it home? Yeah, I've got. I'll show you later on if you. If you we'll want. take a picture. We'll put it on Twitter, shall we? And you can do, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. do you actually get to keep it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring them out. I'll bring them out. Oh, for you fantastic! Well, that's something for me to look forward to in a minute. So, um, um, oh, I've got to say this. Unfortunately, you never won the British title. That must have been a bit of a blow. British speedway. Yeah, yes, title. yes, and no. All because, right. because what what we used to do, we used to sort of like as we had limited equipment and sort of didn't have bundles of sort of cash to sort of plough into things. Um, we had to sort of like time when we uh, serviced our motors. So my time when that's a uh, when I was, um, Trevor Hedge was looking after me stuff, or we were sick out then, we used to do them together. Um, we, we said, well, let's do it for the British final, before the British final. And it was always a little bit sharp and always different in the first two heats. And then after that, it settled down. And then the next meeting, which is what you see when I won the oh, Commonwealth. Oh, that was the secret. Don't win the British, but when win the Commonwealth and the overseas. Yeah. And, and, Very then, clever. And, and then put that one away. Well, just qualify. Just get through the British. You get through the British, yeah. <laughs> so you sort of, you end up, I end up throwing the first race <laughs> while it's sort of sorting itself out. Because we didn't have dinos to bed things in and didn't have time to sort of put, put a couple of races on it. No. So we just uh, went in cold. So... And then that away went, and, he, and that was nicely bedded in for the for the, the rounds going forward. Going forward, yeah. Best so Richards that, rider you rode with, John Cook, or was you um, him enough times? But yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're all them winning teams are all good guys to yeah. ride with. Yeah, they're terrific. Yeah, they're really, really good. Cook, Cookie, five one king. Yeah, yeah, that's it, wasn't it? Out Cal of Oxford. 
that little glitch. <laughs> but it wasn't his fault. He hit a bump. Yeah, we'll do it did. Yeah. Um, how Speedway changed. I mean, obviously it's changed massively. Um, there's still lots of good things about Speedway. It's still a fantastic sport on its day, um, it, but it has changed. It's very, very fast, and there's a lot of revs and a lot of noise. Yeah. And, um, and it doesn't seem to be quite... I mean, if you had solid wooden fences, you've got a, a, a lot of mutual respect mm. between each other because, I mean, I look at the way they ride today, and I think, blimey, if... I mean, we, they, we do get injuries, as you know, mm. And the air fences have made it safer if you if you're going to hit them, but um, if that's solid wood, I'm, I can assure you that the the riders will have a lot of mutual respect. And yeah. and and if you, if they ride how they did today when he had wooden fences, I don't think they'd have any riders left after the first month of the season. Uh-huh. You know, you had to get through the season. So it is um, a lot far. It is a lot. It seems a lot faster standing watching. Do you, is, I mean, the times obviously yeah. far, but. The, is, well, the times everyone, talk, everyone talks about the, the bikes, though, don't the they? The times aren't that fast. No. I mean, I'll go back to Powder Bits, the, the Golden Helmets. They had their 70th year last year, and in there, um, and they invited all the past winners. So I went there, and there's Siggy was there, I met oh, right. Siggy and Hans and um, Ollie Olsen, and we're sitting in their um, like their club room, and they've got all the past winners from for the 70 years on. On the wall, and we and and the times, and we went back through with Ollie, and say, look, Tuval, Ollie won it. He must he won about seven times or something like that, and he's on two valves. So we followed the. Oh, that would be when you're on a four valve Wesley, and then Siggy's time, and then it went to uh, the GMs, which are my time in eighty nine and ninety when I won it, which was the turn of the. Um, well, it was a democratic and then a what's well, communist country and then the next year is a democratic yeah, state. Yeah. So one year you go and you've got guns everywhere. <laughs> and the next year the same guys who ditch the guns, they're doing someone else. You know, they're helping the club. Yeah. yeah. Which they're still there today. Yeah. But, um, and then we looked at the time and Jason Doyle um, won it the last two years as well. And his, my winning time... His winning time was only a tenth of a second fast. Oh, really? Well, all those so, years different. So it's 30 same, years. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it isn't yeah. necessarily, all right, it's a tyre. Yeah. You know, I was, an, I was on an upright. It's tyre, probably the dirt was a little bit different. But, you know, it, 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 that's what's saying, that the solid fences... Yeah, just make you think. It just makes you think, do we have to go back before we go forward mm-hmm. again? Now you're machine examining these days at Ipswich, still still potting about, Jim. I see you, and uh, still making sure the the bolts are screwed on properly, and the nuts are all held on on people's bikes and stuff. Well, do, you, do, you, do you enjoy? Well, they are nuts riding them, aren't they? So they they need to hang on to them. Do you <laughs> so enjoy that job? And, so enjoy. we try and make it as safe as we can. Yeah. Well, yeah, we um, I do it with John Carpenter, yep. and the pair of us um, we we alternate home and home and away. So yep. there's uh, no we're supposed to be impartial, yeah. which um, we. we Tend to be, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we second. We're basically a sec- second set of eyes. Yeah. Um, but you do get a handshake when you realise that someone's their headstock's about to drop off because their frame, frame's broken, a big crack in it, which they. It happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they don't uh, say who, but it has happened. <laughs> well, in actual fact, when Ipswich beat Swindon, um, and uh, yes, Rasmussen. Um, uh, I think I think he did get many points that night. He he's he's one of his bikes. We, how we how long did you talk about this year? Oh right, yeah, this year, yeah. One of oh, his Rasmus Jensen. 
Rasmus so, Jensen. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Rasmus Jensen, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Raza. Yeah, right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, um, yeah, his frame was crap, so he couldn't ride that bike. Yeah. But that in that incident, it probably helped Ipswich because they won. They beat him that night. Yeah. Well, look, Jared, we, Jared, we've come to the end. Um, it's been wonderful to talk to you. I mean, you can't believe. Can you believe you've been managed to talk for an hour? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. It's fantastic <laughs> for all these things that you can't remember. You remembered quite a lot. And um, look, it's been fantastic talk to you, Jeremy. Um, yeah, um, enjoyed it. You still enjoy Speedway, obviously. Of course, you do, and it's still in, it's still in, it's still a great sport, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic sport. I mean, um, I think um, you know, it's, uh, in 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 one respect, is it's still very healthy. I mean, the Grand Prix of uh, 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 on the forefront, and they're 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 healthy. They look mm. good. They're a good um, flagship for the rest of the leagues. Uh, I know the British League don't like it because they say, well, you know, it takes a bit of their merit away. But um, I think if it wasn't for the Grand Prix, I think it would be, um, you know, not such a good position, not not, not such, such a healthy healthy state. And nice to see so the Witches like, back in the uh, Premiership in the top yeah, league. You yeah, like, and they did very, very, very well this year. Yeah. And hopefully they'll go on better yeah. next year. And... Um, I'd like to see a few more teams in the in the in the top tier, but um, unfortunately, that's the sign of the times and sign of um, uh, you know how how things are. It's a true reality of things. And today, you're what, what? What's your busy? What's your what's your full time job today, Jim? You're um, anything I can, I can help me with it? Anything? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm actually um, I work at the, the uh, what's your which is a local air base, local military base, and I'm a um, project manager for. Core works and core services, so right. that keeps pays the bills. Keeps it excellent, and, uh, Jeremy. Look, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. I really do appreciate your time. I hope you've enjoyed chatting around. We'll go find your gold helmet now, and uh, we'll get. We'll go. Yeah. I'll try one of them. I'll tell some more stories about Poland as well. Oh there gosh, well, that's for another podcast. Yeah, Thanks it. very much, Jeremy. <laughs> and great, great to meet you. Cheers, mate. Thank you.